You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com. Thanks for joining us here on Napa Broadcasting. Every day, if you're downtown, you see that the Archer Hotel can be seen rising as it fills the downtown Napa skyline. And coming to life around it in what used to be the Napa Town Center are the shops on First Street. These, too, will be coming soon to support visitors and locals alike in what we know is a tough retail environment. Here to bring us up to date on all of this, what we're seeing and what we're soon going to be seeing happening there is the developer of that whole project, Todd Zapolsky. It is my pleasure to welcome him back here to Napa Broadcasting. Todd, thanks so much for coming in. Good to be back. It's great to have you here since we talked last. Uh, lots of things have happened and lots of things that people can see. I mean, it's been remarkable yeah. well, to watch say, this it, it, The hotel's emerge. not rising, it is Rosen. I mean, it's... it's, it's it's uh, opening in October, so we're we're uh, it's real. It's been amazing to see little by little the scaffolding come down and to sort of see what's behind it. Yeah, I mean, I, I tell people right now we have this big, uh, you know, aircraft that we have the landing gear and we're trying to, you know, land it in the fog and you know, <laughs> typical sort of Bay Area or San Francisco weather. But uh, yeah, we're we're coming in. It's been a, a complicated and involved project but very exciting and we're achieving our goals and we look forward to everyone enjoying it from the hotel point of view has the project taken as the time that you thought is it behind schedule ahead of schedule how does that work well i think we're all used to anyone who's involved in real estate real estate development that nothing is on time but uh you know on on the good side if you look at uh what happens particularly in northern california with the process uh, yeah, we we purchased our property with a glimmer in our eye for what we could do in May of 2012, uh, and we will you know open uh, what is the largest commercial building ever built in Napa Valley, and I put a caveat on it, not including the warehouses the that warehouses, are in South right. Napa, but a commercial building. Uh, it's the largest building ever built in Napa Valley, and it, it will be also clearly the tallest building ever built in Napa Valley. So it's a pretty huge undertaking, that building, which includes our retail and in the Archer Hotel. So we will be a little bit over five years from, you know, a, a glimmer in our eye, not even realizing we would do a hotel, uh, two approvals, two design, two construction, and two opening. But with that, yes, it's it, we've, <laughs> we've had our delays. Uh, you know, we had a hotel workers' union lawsuit, which right. killed us about, you know, eight or nine months, and then an earthquake in 2014, and... Then most recently, the the what many think has been the most rains ever in the history of California uh, during the end of last year, early this year, which again cost us four or five months in construction just because of an open building gets flooded and all those things. So um, I'm not sure what else we got to deal with, but we we've overcome plague, those. pestilence, <laughs> and all the uh, not, knock on wood, because <laughs> I, you know, every time you say that, okay, something else can happen. <laughs> Uh, and, and now we're le- dealing with a, a, a pretty interesting retail environment and, and, you know, relatively strong economy, but a lot of people are hesitant and not sure what's going on. So, uh, you know, you in our business, you're problem solvers, and that's what we've done. I want to talk about the hotel first in, in terms of what people are seeing. I know I've heard this from a couple of people, and, and they've all been very positive and enthusiastic about the fact that there are parts of the old, an old building that, that was incorporated into the design. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I really compliment the architects and the Lodge Works, the developer of the hotel, for coming here and taking the time to understand the aesthetic of Napa Valley and the geography and the feeling of our general community. 
So this is not number 415 of a deck of, of hotel designs. It was it, each piece uh, design created to, to be part of the fabric of what we, we have here. And the lead architect came and uh, spent uh, weeks up and down the valley and sat on the hills and looked at the homes and and got a sense for what he thought was going on. But then he went back to his office and found every book he could find on Napa architecture and looked and studied those. The challenge, which you said, was incorporating what was the, the long-closed Merrill's drugstore building, which I think sat empty and vacant for like 18 years, uh, how to take that facade and and really uh, celebrate it and include it as part of this new new building. And I think he did a wonderful job of doing that. And if you look carefully, you'll see how it, it, it really does not try to compete with it, but it reflects it, both mm-hmm. in its, its, its linear designs and stone and so forth. And talk a little bit about the shops and what's happening. The old McCullough space is uh, going through renovation right now, transformation right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, good news, bad news for us. I mean, the the, the you know the earthquake for all of us in 2014 was was tough. Uh, you know, fortunately, you know, there was very little personal uh, injury or issues from the earthquake, which is we were all very thankful for. Uh, our built environment, uh, you know, took a bit of, bit of a whack. Um, you know, our buildings in most of them uh, on First Street are, are one-story buildings and really had some minor cracks and so on. But the two-story building that was the McCullough's department store uh, had a sprinkler system uh, bust, and we had seven or eight hours of water come through that building, and it, it destroyed uh, the department store. So with that, uh, you know, we went to work with the, the, the tenant McCullough's and Really, uh, again, they were great folks to work with and I think provided a nice service for the community. But their concept in time uh, was what was, was, uh, you know, the the Napa Town Center. And we are looking to the future and creating this First Street Napa District. And the uses and type of um, tenants uh, were going to be different. And I think eventually, you know, we would have probably worked something with McCullough's to to, – you know, change from that location. But the earthquake moved that forward. Right. And it made sense once you had to rebuild the whole place and redo everything that it was time to, to make a change. So we did. And uh, and had came to a very positive agreement what we could do and have taken that space back. And now uh, the second floor has been converted to office because two-story retail is tough anywhere. And uh, we've had a great success. We're about 80% already leased with strong, uh, good uh, – community type of tenants and national tenants who will bring 150 employees every day into that part of town, which will help all our retail and restaurants. Then downstairs will be, uh, you know, uh, great retail. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the retail and the environment that we're in, which I think most people know it's it's been tougher for retail. <laughs> people spending a lot of their shopping dollars online. As, as you said before, and as we were talking about, the economy's strong. People are buying. People are spending. They're just not doing it in the traditional ways. Exactly. I, I know this, this change is not economic. I mean, we've been through a number of financial cycles where people aren't spending and their economy's upside down. So this change is fundamental and structural in, in how uh, the consumer shops and looks at retail. 
and that's something that uh, our industry across the country is trying to understand. But what we have in First Street Napa, I think, is is really a perfect and a bullseye for where uh, the consumer and where retail is and going. And that is, it has to be uh, tenants who reach out, make it something that uh, you will leave your uh, computer or leave your your phone or whatever you're using and come be part of an environment. So each of our tenants, uh, we're being very careful in picking people that have a product that people generally will not, you know, look to be online and creates a sense of place and experience. Mm -hmm. And what tenants are there so far? I know you've you've had some stories in in the register about this. You know, I think one national chain and one and a couple of local businesses. Yeah, I mean, we want a a mix, and that's been a challenge day one is, okay, how do we take this uh, three-block area, of which the first part is what we sort of recreate called just Napa Center, which is an enlarged footprint of the Napa Town Center. So that's about 140-some thousand square feet, plus the hotel. Uh, of that, about 110,000 is is retail, some food and beverage. A lot of tenants, a lot of space, because we're not looking at one or two very large tenants. So trying to find that co-tenancy, as we call it, uh, that, that makes a nice mix of things that uh, as we've talked before and have been clear about, uh, I, I as a residence or you as a residence or our friends will will like to come to and be part of. But also the day visitor and the overnight visitor will be attracted and say, hey, we, we got to see this. We got to be part of this. Go check this out. So that that's a lot of work to figure out how to pull those people together in a positive way, in that collective way. Talk about how difficult that's been in terms of, of- – really what the environment is and how tough it makes it for somebody that's in your business to, to pull that now, together. Do you have a couple of days about <laughs> right. about three bottles of wine? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, your listeners can't see me, but I at one time I had a lot more hair. Uh, you know, it's it's been a really hand-to-hand combat. I mean, we've had to really understand these, these prospects' business, their business plan, how it could fit with our consumer and our potential consumer, uh, convince them that Napa has moved from what was the understanding of, say, 10-plus years ago. Uh, many of these folks that we talked to, even if they live, I mean, we were with two people yesterday who were part of a brand who actually grew up in Napa, and they have as much of a stigma of what Napa is as the people who aren't from here. Right. They go, oh, I remember it being just kind of a place yeah. you didn't really go or it was these little shops. They're having to be educated on what Napa is and becoming. So it, it's a cross-challenge of uh, getting retailers in general to, to focus on new stores and then coming to Napa. Mm-hmm. What is the time frame right now? You, th- you said the hotel's opening in the fall. What is, what is that time yeah, frame? Yeah, we're, we're, I think this is October. It's a, it's a bit of a day-by-day Given the finishes and other things, but I think we're for them particularly they're they're seeing that as a as a date. I know they have some groups coming in and they're booking actual rooms November first. Well, that's the real criteria: reservation. Right, right? That, that's going to drive it. That's going to drive it. And uh, it, it's without fully being like, okay, here we go. They are they're doing great. And I I think if anyone has not had a chance to go see the building and once it opens, tour the building. It is beyond impressive. Uh, it is just a great uh, property inside and out. 
And the big thing that's important to us is it's going to have a lot of energy. Uh, almost 25% of the 183 rooms have outdoor balconies, and many of which are patios. They're, they're large enough to have a, a group out on the area, and many of which have outdoor fireplaces that are private mm-hmm. to the rooms. Uh, so you're going to have, I say, a bit of a New Orleans feel and that people will be indoor, outdoor. There'll be energy. There'll be uh, hopefully folks having a, a great experience in Napa. Mm-hmm. And then the rooftop, you'll be, you know, almost seven stories high uh, on the roof uh, with a, 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 a food and beverage area that is going to be fantastic and really, really unique. It's interesting. You talk to people about it, and I think more than anything else, uh, I've heard people looking forward to, to the rooftop and <laughs> the food and beverages up there. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it's going to have views that are uh, yet to be seen unless you're up on some of the hilltops. Uh, we, we, in a good weather, you should be able to see the Golden Gate Bridge, and then you look up Valley, and uh, it's, it's a pretty unique spot. We talked a little bit about retail. Talk a little bit about restaurants that are that are going to be part of this. You've got some signed up already, obviously. We, we do, and, and and again, Richard, we, we're we're from day one. We were, we said we're not going to go after many restaurants. Napa has great ones. We don't need to add that much more, but we are putting roughly eighty thousand more people on the street just with Archer. So our market's growing. Um, so we're trying to complement that. And we only really have – we have Echoes, which is a tenant that had been there when, when that and Napa Jeweler are the two that remain from our acquisition. Um, and Echoes does a great job, and I think they're, we're reworking their patio and improving that and giving them even more of a presence. Uh, along with them, uh, we'll have, you know, three or four more, uh, one of which is opening, uh, we hope, in September ahead of the hotel, uh, Compline. Uh, and a very unique concept, and again, what we like is being a little different. Uh, they are a, uh, a restaurant being opened by uh, people who live here who have a background in uh, wine, wine education, one being a master sommelier, the other one I think is on his way to be one. And it's going to be uh, you know, a wine, wine-related uh, education in the morning and pairing but lunch and dinner and really bring a new, new angle to that type of experience. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I think they'll be great. They're going to have outdoor patio area and really a, a fine, you know, a really fine menu and wine selection. So, uh, and then we're we're working with a couple other concepts that are uh, really regional nature. Uh, one of which is is looking to come in from outside the area. Um, you know, again, bringing types of uh, experiences that can offer quality fast casual. And also, uh, you know, a different angle on the food choices within Napa. Great. And, of course, Charlie Palmer uh, involved with the hotel. Charlie Palmer Steak, uh, which, uh, you know, we got Coles is great, press up in, uh, in the St. Lena area. But this is another, uh, I think, uh, option for a, a, you know, a meat-driven restaurant, even though they'll have other things in steak. But he'll have his restaurant on the first floor. as looks like part of our project, outdoor dining, the patio First floor, and then we'll have the F&B throughout the hotel. Talk a little bit about the spaces that were, I guess they were offices. The bank was there, and now there are these look like really large retail spaces along First Street. Yeah, the old Very Cal- impressive looking. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was, that was, again, we had a, a great experience using uh, local designer Richard Von Saul. Um, and we, we, we took it and it had to create something in the old, what was a Cal Fed bank building, which was built in a style and experience that really uh, wasn't that lasting. And <laughs> Forgettable, <laughs> I think, would be the word to use. And we had to come back and do something. We, in, in 
probably would have renovated that building if it wasn't such a small footprint on the first floor. You know, we're on First Street, <clears throat> so we went from a roughly 2,000-square-foot first floor to 40, almost 4,500, and really utilized that full pad. But the other challenge for us, we had to come up with a building and design that would stand up to the hotel, not try to compete, but that building is only one story. But when you look at it, you go, oh, boy, that's really— Oh, it looks great. Yeah, so it, it, we're really pleased, and thank you for that comment. And, and pretty much across the board, I mean, you never know, but people enjoy it, and now you'll see the glass going in, and when the retail comes in, it'll be uh, stunning. Mm-hmm. And when do you think the first retail will start to open? As I said, Compline's trying to open in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we were counting on a fall opening for uh, many of our shops, uh, people like Lush and— Maris Collector, which will be a, a, a selection of, of fashion and really wonderful uh, items, and a few others. The hotel being delayed into mid-fall, uh, we lost sort of the season for people to buy. So unfortunately, we're really looking at most of those shops opening up in, in the first uh, early spring, mm-hmm. 18, when they could buy and know that they had the right. fashion for that season. Uh, again, they got to make their plans ahead of time, and when things are uncertain, they they properly take the less risky route. Mm-hmm. We were talking before we went on the air about uh, parking and, and the degree to which that that's an issue downtown or not an issue. Uh, you know, there's an awful lot of places that have a lot less parking and that are really thriving communities. People just need to adjust. Yeah, I mean, across the country, uh, you know, parking's a challenge for many communities. It's mostly perceived problem. You know, we are by nature used to easy convenience. I do it. Like, I always thought I, I go to the gym and I try to find a parking spot nearby. You know, you go to the gym. Why do you have to park right there, you know? <laughs> you know, you drive around three times to find a che- close spot because you want a cl- closer walk. It's just our nature. Uh, but downtown, actually, if you look at it, we're, we have a lot of parking. It's just some of the parking has not been easy to find. Uh, a big change has occurred is the two-way streets, which I think has been a great success. And now with our project, we're reopening Coombe Street right. one way going north. So when you come either way on First Street, you turn directly on Coombs, and within uh, basically half a block, you're right into the main parking deck at Pearl, which previously you had to get lost to find. And now it's going to be really easy. So right there, we have 409 parking spaces right there. And if anyone has been in that deck in the last couple of years, it's always primarily empty. Right. Uh, then we have the Clay Street deck, which is 317 spaces, and that's used by Andaz. And that's busier, but still always has space. And we hope those will be obviously packed. And then the city is moving ahead with a new parking garage uh, off of uh, Main Street. And there's other studies done. So I think we can be a lot smarter as we grow about our parking. But also I think you have to pay attention to Uber and Lyft and and the, the advances in autonomous cars. Which are just around the corner. It's happening. It's I mean, happen. a lot of people don't realize it, but, you know, it's happening. <laughs> and the change is already occurring. And so I think we'll see in my even my uh, end of career here. Uh, that parking decks will be less important. Mm-hmm. And finally, talk a little bit about uh, hotel rooms and what you see happening with hotels in general in Napa. I mean, there's all this talk all the time about how much is too much and are there too many hotel rooms, et cetera. You know, I, we are in the hotel business indirectly through through the, the property at Archer, but that's not our primary business. You know, clearly for what we're doing, which is the retail and, and, and the other 
uh, restaurants and office, you know, the hotel rooms are, are positive for us. We're bringing more people in to experience Napa. Uh, you know, historically, the market drives, you know, right. the product. Um, I think we have room for a number more good quality uh, hospitality throughout Napa. I mean, if you look at our base of roughly 4,500 rooms throughout the valley, uh, is not that much for what we have here. So I know there's a balance. I think we have to address uh, workforce housing. We have to address the infrastructure to support the hotels. But by and large, I think it brings an energy and vib- you know, vibrancy to the market that uh, most people appreciate. So I think the market's going to drive a lot of these to, to happen or not happen. And I just look for good design and good operators and, and also addressing you know, the infrastructure needs for these, these right. new properties. What do you hear also in terms of employees for all this? I mean, Lodge Works is, is handling it vis-a-vis the hotel, but certainly you hear in terms of their ability to uh, find employees, and, and you're going to be hearing more and more of it on the retail side. Oh, definitely. And, I, you know, you, you couple that with uh, a lot of our workforce in certain segments, uh, our, our folks that are now under some scrutinization by the federal government. And, you know, I'm curious how we're going to deal with this year's harvest. Uh, you know, there, there are indications that some of the workforce we've relied on are not coming to Napa or not coming to the country or having issues. So it's compounded by the need for more uh, people in those sectors. So, uh, again, problem throughout any successful area, San Francisco, uh, you know, anywhere else. Um, but we do need, we need I think, better infrastructure to support uh, the labor we need to be successful. And, again, a big public policy issue. Right. Todd Zapolsky, I thank you so much for coming in. Good to be here. and look forward to uh, turning the lights on in this fall and having people join us throughout the, the next you know, 12 months for an exciting ride. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to NapaBroadcasting.com, Napa Valley Radio for the way we live now.